Welcome to the Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 92. Okay, Lauren, if they could make a candle that summed up your scent, you as a person, Lauren, what what do you think your scent would be? Like, for example, I think my scent would be somewhere like lemony slash pine salt because I'm always cleaning mixed with a little anxiety. You know what I mean? Like, what is anxiety? I know. I have no idea. It's not good. It's not good. Uh, Oh, gosh. I don't know. Maybe like I, I do like love the holiday scents and smells. So I love like cloves and gingerbread and like those fresh cookie like warm cookie smells so something like that twisted in with like rolled up in churros and um dill whips from disney so i don't know and none of that probably works together so it could be a really awful i just think it's kind of fun (laughs) we've talked a lot about smell on this podcast you are constantly telling me that i have a smell whatever that means I do, I do firmly believe I've mentioned this before that I do believe families and kind of even their homes have a certain scent. We don't like the word smell. We've said that before. Smell seems negative. It's just the scent that kind of goes with a person. But, you know, funny enough um, that you say this, I can't smell right now. And we'll go into that a little bit later. But I don't. Yeah, guys, I can only mean one thing. Uh I literally have no smell um, or even taste right now. And that's a really surreal experience. So we'll go into that a little yeah, later. That's a teaser that for you. That is a teaser. You know what's coming. <laughs> a big one. <laughs> you know what's coming, guys. Well, in this episode of The Mom Voice, we're going to do a little catch-up session. We actually have not seen each other in well over three weeks. We did a special series. Oh, my gosh. I know we did a special series this month, our Mama and More series, which we loved. And we love bringing you all those interviews. And we had so much fun with them. We really hope you enjoyed them. Um, But we are so excited just to have like a catch up session, sit down with each other. We are actually recording this one for the very first time remotely together. Yeah. What? Yeah. I think my, my teaser may have given that away, but um, yeah, we are, which is so crazy, but, and we have so much to catch up on. I mean, we're scrolling back to like Disney World, Thanksgiving, Texas. So much. Sarah's got some big news yeah. too with her household. Yeah. And then I have some crazy stuff over here going on. So it's been like an eventful few so weeks. So we're just saying say. buckle up, people. This one is going to be yeah. all over the map, but we are going to give you some fun content. But before we get going, we would absolutely love if you would go make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. So pause it, jump over, hit the subscribe button, come right back and join us for our show. And then also, if you you don't mind and you really enjoy what you hear today, please go leave us a rating and a review. It really is the only way we grow and we love our listeners so much. So we really, really appreciate that. Okay. And this one, the quick rundown, we are going to do catch up. We're going to talk coronavirus. We're going to talk, what was the other one, Lauren? Yeah. You wanted to talk about porch pirates. The porch pirates. This is on the news, and this this has happened to Lauren. We have firsthand experience with this, people. So we're going to give you some tips on what to do this year because I've heard it is a major thing happening in 2020. Like, why not? The worst of everybody is coming out this year. Yeah, I know. It's all compiled, and it's all, yeah, 2020 just needs to go away. It's been crazy, though. It's interesting not having our own sit-down-together um episodes for so long I've missed it I've missed our listeners I've missed the like the normal chat so I'm excited to get I this know, going I am too and I have to we have to share a little bit that we have some really exciting things happening on the podcast with the podcast whatever you want to say we're like really amped about it we just need life to get back to normal like a slight bit I know that's really like a, our disadvantage right now because we do we've really set some high goals and some big big plans for the new year and we're just ready to get it going. So I, we I know are. we're really excited. Okay, let's dive in. Yes. Let's back up. Girl, I don't even remember the last time I saw you. When was the last time I physically saw your face? Oh gosh, it was before well, because I went to Florida for my birthday. I went to Walt Disney World and the day I flew in this is the day Sarah flew out for Texas. Right, so right. it was like literally I'm trying to think that Monday probably or Tuesday before I left. But yeah, I'll give a real quick recap on Disney World because you all know we I'm the Disney fan and I hadn't been back to Disney World in 10 years. That's where I did work so many moons ago. And I went with my sisters and my mom and it was just kind of a girl's trip. 
we wanted to kind of try to take advantage of this like low crowd COVID time, but we really didn't know what that was going to look like. And it actually turned out to be such a great trip. I mean, it's definitely if you're thinking about going, if you miss, you know, West Coast Disneyland, our only option is Disney World right now. If you're thinking about planning a trip, I do think it's like totally worth it. Super fun. It is a lower crowd. It still felt very full to me, but we were able to still manage and do a lot of things. Some of the cons of being at Disney right now is they don't offer fast passes. So you're waiting in lines. Um, They don't have a lot of their entertainment or characters, which is actually a big part of it. It, it, That is such a big part of the experience and your day. And when that, you you didn't have that, that was sad. But it was like, we had such a good time and we were all adults. And so we could just kind of run around and take our time and do our thing and slow down and eat and whatever. And we did have a few longer lines. Like I haven't waited in a line over 30 minutes in years because of fast passes. But when you don't have that, I mean, we did wait in a few 45 minute lines, which is like, blows my mind. I just haven't done that in a long time. So you have to be prepared for that. But we had such a good time. That's so fun. So fun. We had such a fun time. And it was just fun to be back there. And it was still you guys like 80, 85 degrees in November. So it was still toasty and sunny. But so fun. Crazy. Like a lot of fun. And then, yeah, like on the hills of that, I flew out to Texas with all of my family, like all five of us. We went to stay with my family for two weeks. We spent Thanksgiving there. We lived the country life. We got fresh I air. I know. We were you around the animals. Stuff. Yes. Yeah, it was really great. It felt so good just because I had not been back there since before COVID. And Lauren, I'm not even kidding you. Going on the airplane with all three children in like potty trained, no diapers, no stroller. All the children walked themselves onto the airplane with a backpack in hand. They all carried their own roller suitcase. Like I even said to my husband, as we sat down, all five of us, it was like an outer body experience. I said, we just need to have a moment of silence right now for the, the peace that is happening and like the utter chaos that I have experienced on airplanes with my children have been the hardest parenting moments of my life. No joke. Hard. hard, well, hard, no, hard. I know there's a lot of pressure with flying with toddlers or babies. Ugh. It's so it is. It's so stressful. So it's to so be stressful. beyond that, that's huge. Oh we turned a corner and it was like glorious. It was so wonderful. And I just felt so grateful. I was like, very proud of myself for being in the moment and just being like grateful and soaking that up. My husband was the one stressing me out more than anybody. And isn't that the worst when the kids are not even the ones stressing you out? It's like, get on board, husband. Come on. What, what was he doing? That was oh, like, just... I don't know. Something stupid. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it was. The one thing I brought our camera bag like another bag. I get it. And so he gets pissed that he's toting around the camera bag. And he's like, really? Why are we bringing eight different bags? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, can you just stop? Like, I've done this before by myself, carrying eight bags, three kids on my shoulders. Like, be quiet, you know? (laughs) Uh, No, of course. Stop complaining about the camera. (laughs) I I do have to ask what you took, like your fancy camera out there. Yeah, I do. I mean, which is so funny because even in Florida, we were joking and it's like, you don't take cameras anymore. No. You don't take video cameras anymore anywhere. It's everything is on your phone. So you wanted to take your nice yeah, camera. Yeah, I, I knew I wanted to do family photos there and I have a big lens and it's like a bigger bag. I mean, and it's, it's heavy yeah. and I get it, but I was just like, stop. Like, I don't want to hear it out of you. Like I, I don't, the kids whining is one thing, but like get on board here. <laughs> No, totally. No, it looked like such a fun trip. And you had um, a little too much fun with that cute little doggy. Oh, you guys. Okay, so that's the second half of my news. (laughs) Literally. So really long story short, my mom had been getting this dog forever. I feel like with the breeder working on it, excited. She got a little miniature Dotson, a red, smooth hair Dotson. You probably saw me on Instagram with it. Obsessed, love, love, loved it. Long story short, my kids took to her really well. My mom had only had her for like 10 days at this point. And she asked if we wanted to adopt her. 
literally two days before we were going to come home. Oh and my because, gosh. But I think this goes back. We've talked a lot about how scared my daughter is of dogs and how much I've really wanted a dog. And so I think my mom saw that she was taking to her and like that this was my opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, it, and so we did it. Absolutely it absolutely was because you guys, her, her children are like very, almost oddly terrified of animals. Yeah. Like it's like as if they've had been like some scarring experience, yeah. but they haven't. No. And they really just do not like most, you know, no. it's, they're very uncomfortable around them. So, so weird. Yeah. To see a breakthrough like that, that was huge it, and super exciting it for you. Was. And it was like, I said, okay to it. Jeremy said, okay. But we were like, well, we have to ask Kate. We got to see. And she was like, so brave. It was so sweet. And she was like, okay, yeah. And now guys, like, she's so good with her. She takes her on walks all the time. She'll hold her. She's like not scared of her anymore. And it's so awesome. So home we went, I went and bought a dog carrier, a little, a, a, bag thing. She's, she flew home with us. She's here sitting right next to me right now as we record. And she's awesome. We still don't know what the name is. TBD. Can you guys believe that from in the last year, both of us are now dog owners like that. It just blows my mind. Like in a year where we need to be simplifying our life, what's happening? <laughs> We're adding our, our new family member. Oh You're saying gosh. I'm just over the diaper stage. And now it's like, I mean, do you feel like it's been like, needy, hard, newborn stagey or no, it's like, no, I love it so much. It's fine. Okay. So I was just telling a friend this, that I feel like the only reason I'm not, I wouldn't even say I'm struggling. I feel like I'm just, I, I have anxiety all the time. And you guys know from listening to me on here, like I read all the parenting books. I read all the blog posts. I'm very methodical about parenting right and to be thrown into dog ownership without reading one oh, thing yeah. I had read nothing about crate training potty whatever you call it house training I had nothing I had no crate I had nothing and so to like literally come home have to go buy all the stuff and then that night figure out what am I doing what am I doing I literally did not sleep for three nights I watched YouTube videos I listened to podcasts no joke Lauren the night we get her home in her crate, she starts crying. I'm sleeping on the floor outside of the crate next to the dog. So she feels I comfortable. Even, I can't even believe that. Yeah, she wouldn't do nights. that for her own baby, you guys. No, she I didn't. She would just be like, close that door, figure yeah. it out. <laughs> yeah, but I felt so bad for her. I'm like, she's in this new place. She's used to my mom, like all this stuff. And she totally loves me now, obviously, because I took one for the team. But no, I, we're doing good. She's a really good dog. She's super gentle. She's pretty much house trained. We're doing the crate training. But yeah, we're doing good. I, I will say it just has been like a whirlwind of figuring out what I'm doing and like how to do it. Oh, yeah. And in a lot of ways, I still feel like I am. But like the thing is, I feel like a little dog is just like so much more forgiving in so many ways, meaning like their poop is not that big and they can't chew on that much yeah. of stuff. And like they can sit in your lap and you can pick them up and remove them if they're out of control or something. Yeah. Like Gus is just like, it's so different because Gus is, he's a big guy, big dog. And like, yeah, he, he could jump on me like a full size adult. I mean, he's not a jumper, but like, or he can chew up a whole truck right. toy or his poop is like man size now. And so it's like all <laughs> the things that you're just like, ah, so I do think that it's like kind of nice that you have a small dog. Like, I don't think I could ever, I, I we're not a small dog family, but then yeah. at the same time, having a small dog has its advantages for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I mean, she's super like cuddly. And I think that's what's good for Kate is like, she'll just sit. She has a blanket. Literally, she's like a child. She has this one blanket that she loves from Texas. And she'll like bundle up in the blanket and Kate will just hold her and like hold her to sleep and pet her and stuff. And so I think it's like, been really good for my kids like really good and getting them outside Lauren like it's crazy they take her on walks and they're so excited just to like get out and play with her and it's yeah. so fun oh, it, so. oh it's so exciting puppies are so exciting and that's the thing like George always jokes everyone wants a puppy no one wants a dog and that's the thing like the puppy thing is so exciting and the fact it's a little dog is almost like it's a puppy forever like how much yeah. bigger does she get She's only going to be about seven pounds. So for me, so, so what she's is she like now she's like three and a half pounds right okay. now. So like um, a little bit double her size. Yeah. So she's a mini and um, 
I grew up with a mini. I had her for 20 years. And I see, if anything, I'm the opposite. I want the dog and not the puppy because I know their personalities. Like, I I can already tell she's just going to be a super chill dog and she won't be peeing in my house and stuff like that. So I'm just ready to, like, get over the potty training stage. Oh, yeah, for sure. Do you call it potty training? What's it called? Uh House training? Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, so. No, I, 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 I think I used the word potty training. Yeah. No. And, and that, and that's huge. I mean, that's so exciting. That's so fun though. I mean, what a treat for your kids and your family yeah. and a big surprise. Like I, I almost could see it coming just how attached you were getting, but the, the fact yeah. that this has happened and you all of a sudden you've wanted a Dotson for a long time and all the things I'm so happy for you. Oh guys. my gosh. I said to Jeremy, I was like, I feel like our family is complete now. Oh. I love her so much. <laughs> and really fast. How does Jeremy feel? Like, is he like, you're crazy. Okay. Go for it. Or is he like, oh, I love her. He feels exactly how I would think you would feel. Like exactly. Like how he did not grow up with an indoor pet, like an indoor dog. He gets really um annoyed when she's like jumping up on him she's just not used to it and he's like oh she's gonna mess up my shirt or blah 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 like whatever he just thinks she's kind of hyper which she is she's a puppy but at the same time he loves being able to go on runs with her so he takes her on runs and he thinks it's just so fun and he adores her he he thinks she's so cute and he's seen how good it's been for the kids. And so that's made him really love her. But yeah, I would say he's just not a dog person, but I think he's getting there. I feel like he does love her. He sees the benefit and we're doing good. So it is so funny, the parallels Jeremy and I have, which is so funny because I really like, I don't think of Jeremy and I very like similar, but then we are so similar. (laughs) In your personality, you are not in like, and I just mean like your love of life, your like, it's just funny. Like, no, that's, that describes me. Like, I know it's so good for the family as a whole. The kids love them. It just, yeah, it just is like an extra step, an extra burden. I hate to say that, but just like an extra thing in life for me. And George will get down on his knees and they have this hugging thing they do, him and Gus. So George will get on his knee and Gus will come up and put his paws around his neck and they hug and they think it's so cute and fun. And and Gus just like lives for George the minute he gets home and George like gives them that affection and I just don't. And I I know that like I could get there, but no, I think I don't know. And he doesn't listen to me like George. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I just I need to like work. No, I think it's exactly the same. If Jeremy had to choose, he would not have it a dog. I mean, it's just like one more thing for him to worry about, but yeah, no, we're good. We're happy. She's going to be chill. I'll have to share a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so fun. to decide on a name. Okay. Well, let's jump into your news. Give us an update on again, you guys. So Lauren and I haven't seen each other in well over three weeks now. Um, we've been talking every day, but So I kind of know what's going on, but let's share here what's happening. Yeah, I mean, wow, you heard it here first. Like, no, um, crazy enough. Yeah, I actually um, tested positive for COVID-19 kind of over the holidays weekend. And um, it's kind of been an ongoing process, obviously, with quarantining and just trying to be considerate and follow, you know, the rules and have those boundaries. But it's been kind, it's just been crazy. Like, I mean... And crazy, not in like, okay, this, that, that my symptoms and my experience with COVID was pretty mild. And I'll go into Yeah, that. I feel like you have to back up and people are going to want to know. They're going to want to know exactly what your symptoms are. So start at how you thought maybe you could be. Like, what so was I heard your very first fine. inclination? Yes, I heard through the grapevine, um, someone in my neighborhood had tested positive. I mean, we know them all really well. And I feel like, you know... At this point, I want to, I just want to reiterate, I'm kind of, we've, me and Sarah both have kind of been like, okay, let's just like move this along. We're going to get it eventually. Like we know it's going to come, like we're not scared of it, but I will see it's like the fallout that comes with it, the label of having it and having to quarantine and that experience, that's kind of a bit more of a process and kind of, I think right. where like a lot of the stress and, uh, you know, h- hardship of it comes with it. But for me, um, my symptoms are super mild. So I'd heard that my neighbor said tested positive, which was fine. Um, and um, and it's funny because it was like, what do you call what do you call yourself when you think you have all the illnesses? Hypochondriac? A hypochondriac. 
Yeah. yeah. I kind of was like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting in my head. But it was kind of shortly after that, I, I kind of started feeling a little achy and just kind of like coldish, like, like kind of like when you kind of want to get in the bathtub, I wouldn't even say my body aches were severe. I would say I just kind of felt crappy and I didn't have a fever and I kind of just wanted to get to bed early that night, which I like never do. I just wanted to get into bed already. Yeah. I would say I had a maybe a little bit slight congestion starting kind of stuffed up through the nose and um, just feeling achy. So I went to bed and um, I kind of woke up feeling about the same, a little bit of a pit in my stomach Nothing like, oh my gosh, I never felt nauseous. I would never describe nausea. I would never describe I wanted to like throw up or have diarrhea or anything like that. It was just kind of like a pit in my stomach and just a little achy the next day. Right. I just felt like, you know what? I should go get tested. I have a lot of stuff coming up. Um, I had talked to my mom about it and she was like, you know, suggested I go get tested. And I actually, believe it or not, had a trip on the plant on the books to go to Hawaii within about 10 days of this. Right. So I don't want to be blindsided that if I do have it and I do test positive and I won't be able to go on my trip. And then second, I just want to be considerate because I know I probably will be seeing a lot of people over kind of the next few um, days and weeks with just the holidays and all the festivities and stuff going on. And so I said, I'm going to go test. And since it was kind of like lapse of the holiday weekend. It was very busy where I went. Um, and I waited almost an hour and it was a drive through and it was through the nose. And I'd heard through the grapevine too, just like talking to people, they didn't do the whole Q-tip to your brain, scratch your brain, painful, scary thing anymore, which that was where I was a little tense. Cause I had heard it kind of hurts and it goes really high up the nose. But they had stopped doing that. Now they just like really do the nostril. And I will backtrack too. This whole year, we've talked about it months and months. We've talked about it all the way back to March on the podcast. I, ha I have said over and over again, I don't even know anyone that has it right. I will say that has narrowed in very quickly in the last month, maybe six weeks. Um, we had know a lot of people in Utah and Utah has just been like rampant with their numbers. And I swear, like everybody I know in Utah has had it. And so that had been one factor. And then it just started hitting closer to home really quick. Right. You know, this friend and this school had closed and this family had gotten it. And again, I talked to them and it, their experience was fairly mild. Um, and so I knew it was kind of caving in on us. And like, you know, our days were numbered of like, probably by the time we'd get it, because I just started hearing more and more stories of it. Like I really just feel like it was getting very more common. Yeah. So because I felt achy and because I knew close by someone had had it, I actually hadn't even been around that person, to be honest, but I was just like worried and our kids are all out playing around. And I, you just really don't, I, I, the kids are still the mystery. We'll get into that later. I don't know if they can pass it on. I don't know if they can transmit it. They say you can't, but I really never knew. And so I just, again, showing any sort of like feeling bad and knowing that it's hitting close to home. I just felt like I should test to be safe. I went and I waited for about an hour in line. They did the Q-tip. They did it just in the nostril. And so it was no pain involved at all. Um, they put it right into a little um, test tube, labeled it. And they said, all right, thank you. Have a great day. And I was on my way and it was very quick, very minor. That day I waited a long time and then it took like two to three days for me to get my results. So I was very like anxious. Yeah. And honestly, in that time, though, I started feeling a lot better pretty quick. From that point on, after the aches left about the first day, my symptoms are really just cold-like symptoms. I mean, a headache periodically. And like definitely at nighttime, I feel like I'd get this headache. I felt congested, but never a runny nose. Like it never was runny or I never needed to blow it, but I just felt stuffed up. Okay. I never had a cough. Some people claim, claim to have a cough. I never had a cough. And I woke up every morning with a little itch in my throat, like almost like I described a sore throat, but it was fairly minor because I feel like as soon as I started eating or drinking by lunchtime, it was gone. Like it wasn't like this painful sore throat. You know what I mean? When you just kind of wake up with that dry itch. And then it kind of went away. Yeah. So those were my basic symptoms. I never had a fever. The aches were only about that first day, day and a half. I never felt like I still had an appetite. I slept fine, which was another thing my mom had asked, like, can you sleep fine? I totally could sleep. But you did lose your taste and your smell, right? So then, yes. Then about like day 
four of this. Well, no, maybe it was probably about day three. I'm trying to think. I was cleaning the sink with bleach, I, like a spray, like a bleach spray. And I was cleaning the sink and I stopped and I was like, I can't smell the bleach. Oh my gosh, I cannot smell it. So I told George to come over. I go, is the sink smell like bleach? And he's like, yeah. And I go, oh my gosh, George, I cannot smell that like at all. And you know how, how poignant and strong um, bleach is. Oh, and so absolutely. I was like, oh my gosh, my smell is gone. And I, so this was like the day before I, I probably or so I got my test results back. So I guess this was probably like day three and I still hadn't gotten, I still hadn't gotten my test results just yet. And I go, oh my gosh, like I have to have it. Like that's too, like too obvious, too, you know, black and white. That's like the clear cut, this, you know, deciding factor of, I think COVID is like your smell and your taste. Cause like when else have you ever lost smell and taste? And it's such a bizarre symptom, to be honest, Yeah. just started noticing. Yeah. My taste was very slowly just going away. Like I could kind of taste like strong things like salsa, like on my lips, or like I could feel the texture of the food in my mouth. It literally was like such a bizarre experience because it's like, it's like my brain's trying to pull that memory of what it should taste like, but I like, I cannot taste it. So that was really bizarre too. And so um, I actually still don't have my smell or taste back. And, you know, we're definitely like over a week of this now. So I don't know when that will come back. But and I, I would say like my nose is like I wouldn't even say it's congested. I just kind of feel like I still sound stuffed up, but I don't sniff. I don't I don't like have a runny nose. I never blow my nose. Like so it's very bizarre. And I feel fine, to be totally honest. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because the few people I've known in the last three to four weeks to have it have really had a bad go at it. Like they've been in bed for like over a week, this low energy, super fatigue, like, um, you know, even the slightest thing, you know, just making breakfast, they're just totally like wiped out. They just have really low energy and fatigue. And I just did not have that, which is really weird. Like I would say the first day or two, like I was like low energy and I just kind of would rather veg out. But I also feel like by day three or four, like if I was back in my routine or kids to school or cleaning or whatever, like I could do it. I it was never a point of like, I can't yeah. carry on. The weirdest thing to me about your whole experience, you have to talk about how you did go get your family tested and then what the results were from that, because it's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, you know, I sleep with George. Every night he's, he's kissed me and hugged me throughout the whole thing. We did not isolate from each other. I know some people do that, but like by the time my results got back to me, I felt like the damage for sure had already been done. Like I, we weren't going to like totally isolate at that point. And, and George actually the whole way through until my smell was like, this is so you don't have it. This is not, you barely like you don't even feel bad. You're just telling yourself you have it because you know they have it, you know, or whatever. You haven't even been around people that have it. Like, no, you don't have it. So he really was doubtful of it because I just did not feel that sick. I really didn't. Yeah. So George and I total continued contact and normal situation at home. My kids were around me. And so I felt like, you know, okay, I'm positive. Let's go check you guys. So we know really what this quarantine is going to look like. I want to retest too, because I just want to know at what point I'm going to be done with this and when I'm going to feel better. Yeah. So anyways, we all go and test together. And George actually tested negative. Tristan, my oldest tested negative and Evelyn tested negative. And then interesting enough, Emmett and Caleb tested positive. And so and my boys had shown no symptoms, like none. They have not skipped a beat. They have not had a fever. They have not had a cold symptom symptom they have been just normal and George I swear George just never gets sick I don't know he's it, I really cannot think of a time in like our 13 years of knowing each other that he's really been sick That's and crazy. crazy enough I came back negative too so I think the worst is behind me and I'm not contagious anymore and I'm beyond that but we're still quarantining we're doing our part um, you know, we have to do the 14 day thing. The kids are out of school. How's that been? Have you been going nuts? I know that's definitely like the hardest part. And it's like crazy because, you know, I just want to obviously do the right thing. I want to slow the spread. I, you know, knowing that my boys are positive is very interesting because it's like, I just, I guess I need to do my research on the kid end because I just don't understand that. I'm trying to understand like, 
kids don't show symptoms, they, they're asymptomatic, do they have it in their system, but they can they spread it? Are they transmitters? Like you just like hear such a mix of stuff about the children. Yeah. And then you do hear kids kind of getting sick here and there. And so I don't really know. I will say the first few days we've been pretty lazy. We've picked up our schoolwork and we're trying to plow that out. Like it's been fine and we'll get through it, I guess. I mean, two weeks is a really long time and yeah. it's a bummer. Well, and you're coming off of Thanksgiving break too. So it's feeling extra long. Yeah, I know. Piled onto the holiday break and just everything. Yeah. So it's been, it's been fine. But like the kids have not like skipped a beat and they don't show any signs. They don't show any symptoms. I think at first when we were waiting for my test results, they were a little tense and nervous because there's just been so much hype and so much wrapped around this whole Corona COVID thing. And I think they were just like, wait, if mom's positive, what does that mean? Like, is she going to die? Is she, yeah. we all have to go to the hospital. Like you just like, it's such like, you don't really know what they think and what they hear. And, you know, with that said, I, I feel very grateful that I've had super mild symptoms and it's been okay for me. Yeah, I know a lot of people that have, you know, had it. Well, I don't know a lot of people, but I know people have had a rougher go than I. And then I know a lot of people out there in the world have a very serious, scary experience with it too. And, and I know it can be next level. So well, let me ask you this. I have a question because we have been super honest with our whole thought process on COVID throughout the whole year, really. You guys have heard us twist and turn as things have changed and come about. And at times, maybe it's bitten us in the butt a little bit here and there. But I feel like that's what we are here. We kind of just tell our truth and this is what we're doing. So I do want to ask, has it changed your view on anything that we have maybe said, shared, talked about? I mean, where's your head at with this whole thing? I feel like, um, I feel like it is so complicated. I feel like knowing that it can spread so easily. And I've experienced that. I guess, I guess what I'm trying to get at is I can kind of see where the schools are coming from when they have to do these closures. And I, that like blows my mind that I would even say that, but it is really hard to manage and grasp this because people unknowingly don't even know they have it or they refuse to test and their kids might have it and they are at school and it is spreading. I mean, do you think that that's happening? Do you feel like people, and I I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I, as we're talking about it, do you feel like there are people who think they have it but are still sending children to school? Well, I think if I did not know my na- my neighbor had tested positive, I don't know if I would have thought I had it. True. I think I, I immediately went in my mind like, oh my gosh, I have it. Or, oh my gosh, I'm sick. I bet I have it. Like, I just kind of like got very quickly in my head about it. But people that kind of want to pretend like this isn't happening. Or they don't connect the dots. Yeah, Yeah. I had a stuffy nose. I'm not going to run and test because I have a stuffy nose. And I get that. I get that the symptoms are so all over the map. Like almost everything is a symptom, to be honest. If you look at the list, it's nausea, like fever, cold, you know, like stuffy nose, sore throat, vomiting, like, you're like, okay, so how do how do I know? Yeah, well, I said to Jeremy, like, legit, and you can vouch for this, every single season, every single like season when the weather changes, I get a sinus infection, like chronic sinus infection. The past three, four years, I've like lost my voice. It's gotten so bad. I like constantly have sinus infections every single year around this time. And I said to him, I was like, I wonder if I'm going to get my sinus infection. And I wonder if I think it's going to be COVID. And I wonder if I'm going to test positive for COVID because of my sinus. infection. You know what I mean? I was like, I wonder because like legit, like I've gotten them so much. And so I guess what I'm saying is like, I wonder if people are confusing, just like they're used to getting colds this time of year and like thinking, oh yeah, I just have my cold. Like I don't have COVID. Well, yeah, I think, I think there's both. I think plain confusion. And then there's plain, like, I don't want to be labeled. I don't want to have to quarantine. I don't want to have the fallout of what that means having COVID. So why would I go test? Like, it's just so complex. And I feel a little, I will admit a little more like 
empathy about the situation because it's like, I don't even know the answer. Like I would say, yeah, okay, we all go home and we, you and I were talking about this. We all go home and we shut down the schools, but then we are kind of just delaying the inevitable. Like you go back to school and then it's going to happen. Like it's going to happen. And I, I, you know, and I do think because the symptoms vary so wide, it is really hard to pinpoint and parents that work that are like, I'm not quarantining for two weeks. I'm not going to go test. Sorry. Like they're going to go to school or, you know what I mean? Like, not that I'm saying people choose that, but I'm just saying there's so much yeah. like fallout that comes with it that it's kind of like, and then like, like not to mention, like you just kind of wear this like scarlet A, the scarlet C on you for like a few weeks because people are like paranoid or, oh, can we see yeah. them? Can we talk to them? Can they come over? I don't know. Like, what if they're still lingering? And it's like, but then it's also like, it's a cough and a, a, or not a, for me, it wasn't a cough, but like a stuffed nose and it's a headache. Yeah. And like at the end of yeah. the day, should all these businesses lose, you know, close down and go and, and all these companies go under because of a cough and a cold mm-hmm. and a, a headache, like that is tragic. So I it's just, so it's, complex. it's so, I don't know. And right now the schools in our area are already state start starting to kind of, I think, take precaution knowing that we're all going to be around each other and they're all going to be home for two weeks for the holidays again. And like, we're already going to go online and we're going to prevent the spread at school. And as frustrating as that is, it's like, in a way I can see that because if people aren't testing or people don't know, or it is just asymptomatic, how can you get a handle on this? And I know like it, it back in August and, you know, back in September, I am saying, give us the option, give us the choice. And I still do believe that. Like we should have the choice knowing we may send our kids and they bring, may bring home COVID. And we're aware of that. And we're willing to take that risk. And, and I do think having options available, our kids' education is priority because that's me. I'm like, my kids, I just feel like this year, I'm like, I don't even know what they've gotten out of this year. This year has just seemed so makeshift, so back and forth. It's just like a scrap. Like, I just don't even know if like they've gained the knowledge they need for this academic year. And that is really scary too. So I, I just don't know. It's so and I, I don't, and I, I feel bad because I'm telling my experience and I'm giving no answers or no like no. here, but just what I've like experienced and witnessed, like it seems very, um, it's, it is very complicated but I mean, what, and very complicated. What I take away from it personally is, I mean, honestly, it's, it is different, but it's not really different at how we've always kind of viewed germs and the flu season. Like, I think we even recorded an episode last year, like around flu time. Like, I think when we recorded it, we were kind of saying, maybe sit out of the play date that time. Like, don't be the one to spread the sickness, you know, like, just kind of be a considerate parent around others. And I think that's no different here. Don't even be political about it. Like, take that out of it. But just think of it as if you have the flu. And what would you do if you have the flu? You try to stay home. You try and get better. You try and not expose other people. Or that's at least what we've always done with our children. I mean, you know. I know. With kids especially, any sort of sickness, like a bad cold when they're coughing all night or they're throwing up all night, it's just the worst. And nobody wants sick kids, period. Um, And so, yeah, I think just being considerate and trying to encourage the washing of hands and, you know, just keeping them home if they are under the weather, like you just have to step in because I know, and I've said it a million times over the years and stuff, if we have travel plans or holiday plans, I just am so fearful of my kids getting the flu like right before or you know, missing Christmas because they're puking all night and all the things. And that's the worst. So if we just all try to do our part, I don't know. It's, I feel like I've probably haven't even made sense explaining this all. It's like, you know, but there is no sense to it. That's the point. I think people want to hear about what it's been like for you. And so I think you did that perfectly, but I think there is no sense to be made from it. I feel like from the beginning, I, we've all gone throughout this process of like, we thought it was the plague and then it wasn't the plague and we all sat home for a month. You know, like we've all been all over the map. And so it's like, I don't know. I think we're still learning a lot. I think the virus changes. I mean, if it's like every other virus out there, it mutates and it changes and like things like that happen. So I almost wonder if there's already like different strands of COVID because like for me to get it so minor, 
when people I know around my age were just sick in bed for a week and that wasn't me. And so I, I, I almost wonder if there's different strands. And also, yeah, like you said, I feel like this has been here long enough. We just have to learn to live with COVID. And, you know, we pray that hopefully 99.9% of the people that get it, it is going to just be more of a mild flu bug thing for a week in your home. But you know, I know there are the extreme cases, but hopefully we can all just like, yeah, I mean, it's not going anywhere. The vaccine is coming. And I don't even know what that's going to look like. We have to learn how to live with COVID. And the fact that things are still so shut down, and things are so altered, and life is so different. I mean, I don't want to say, I can't believe this is, you know, the result of the cold, because that's what it was for me. I know that's not everybody. But sometimes when I do stop and think about the aftermath of this year, and what I've experienced wild, it's, it is really just almost shocking. But I know that's not everyone's story. And I know that's not everyone's experience. And everyone has a different, you know, has been touched differently by this. So yeah, it's just time will tell, I guess. And I, I don't know, I just I guess I'm just like, coming at it with a little bit different eyes, but still like in hope that like we can like find a way here. Well, no, I think that's great, Lauren. I think everybody wanted an update. I've missed you on Instagram. I know you've been hesitant to share. I know. Well, and it is so like weird and taboo because you almost feel like, yeah, like I said, you wear this like scarlet A (laughs) and you just are like marked, you know, know. and no, and it's, and it's fine. And I want to be considerate to other people too. And that's the other thing. It's like, and then I feel like everyone's watching my every move of like, are you, are you, are you locked down? Like, oh my gosh, she was in her front yard. Oh my gosh. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just like, I just don't know. Like it's, it's a weird situation. I'm grateful. I'm negative. So I probably am beyond the worst and probably good to go. We're just going to wait for the boys to clear and finish out the, you know, quarantine days of school. But like, yeah, you've done yeah well. it's just, you've done I don't know. It's interesting. It's been really interesting. Totally. Feel free, you guys, to DM me or at, if you have a specific question, because I don't know. I, this was all kind of a blur. I hope I like answered questions yeah, or clarified great. That something. Was totally so, great. I want to touch on the porch pirates that are happening yeah, real this quick. year. Well, and I think it like, again, it all just kind of goes hand in hand. People are probably out of work and people are desperate. And yes, well, it was a thing last year. This happened to you last year. Oh, and I think it's always been, I don't even think it was the holidays. I think it was just like, wasn't it? I know. I don't think it was because oh. I remember what got stolen funny enough were just like these like basketball compression pants. But oh, um, I think they were, I don't know. I think it was like January or February or something. Well, the reason I brought it up is I was listening to the news this morning, <laughs> driving the kids to school and they're talking about porch pirates and AKA people who follow the Amazon delivery truck around and steal your crap. I guess that is like a huge deal right now. And it was the cops on the radio. They were saying, guys, do your part, like report these instances, let us go catch these people um, to stop this, like it's theft. And so they were saying like things you can do to prevent that are make friends with your neighbors, set up like a text chain if you don't already have one, charge your video doorbell. I'm the worst. I have the ring, but I, I forget to charge the freaking battery. I know. Isn't it the worst? I just said that to George too, Uh, but I will say the ring, I don't know how much good, like, what is that going to do you do other than no confirm that you've been, it's been stolen. No, the cops were saying like, you can send them the video and they'll try and catch the person. I mean, I don't know. Really? Oh, interesting. But they're saying that they will go after these people. So Anyway, I was just like, you have to kind of re- really quick. We're running tight on time. Tell what happened to you. Like freaking. Oh, crazy. yeah. And it, it was it was so funny because my ring was on. And so I saw the woman come up and I I do believe too the same thing. It was so quick after the drop off that she must have been following the Amazon truck. Um, but yeah, she just walked right up to the door, grabbed it, walked right back, cussed back and jumped in her car. And I saw it on the ring and it was so shocking. Um and you're just like helpless. And it was like, my, my ring always takes like a second to like rev up on my phone. So even if I like, I wish I could have yelled at her, like, I see you put it down, but it was just too delayed. And so she already had taken off. And I, thankfully that item was like a $12 item. Like it was not that big of a deal, but I had a lot of expensive stuff coming to my door because let's be real. You guys, I did 99.9 of my shopping 
online this year for Christmas. So everything's coming to the door at all times of the day. I literally, this sounds like so gaudy, but like, I literally get two or three packages a day right now. And I'm like, if I'm not on guard, like, thankfully we are home and we're here so I can like pull it in. But if I wasn't, I would be worried. And that's so frustrating. Oh, totally. That is just wild. Okay. Let's do our hits and misses. Um, do you have one, Lauren? Do you have yours ready? Um, well, I guess my hit could be just following on that. Me and the kids put together one of those just like little delivery boxes for like all the, cause we seriously did all our shopping online. So for all the FedEx and postmen and all the people, UPS coming up, we just left one of those goodie baskets where they could take some treats from our door just like as a thank you for all the deliveries because I mean they're doing all my Christmas shopping this year you've probably seen that on Instagram people just like a thank you delivery guys so they get to have fun going to the door and seeing if they get something if they walk away with the soda or candy or something pass for entertainment I know well especially in quarantine life it's kind of fun to see (laughs) oh my gosh that is so funny all right well my hit Man, I have a quite a few that I wrote down on my phone here, but I've got to say, hmm, I think I will say, because I already talked about the dog and I talked about the airplane. I'm going to say that I got my Christmas cards ordered and out on time this year because the past three years I have struggled. I've literally been sending them out like two days before Christmas and I'm like, oh no. So I actually got them done. They are sent out. They're on their way to you right now, Lauren. And yours is too, actually. That's very impressive. That's awesome because I always try to get it out in the first week or so of the month because then it's like, if it is the week of Christmas, you just kind of feel like, shoot, like, yeah, not enough time. You miss the boat, right? It's not enough time. And all people love to display them and look at them. And so I agree. Good job. Good job. I know. Totally. Um, Okay. What was your miss? So I kind of have a royal, epic, huge miss and I was just Uh-oh. telling you about this and I guess this is my miss this and one's fresh you guys fresh fresh off this morning the boat. fresh off this yeah like as if like this week couldn't get worse um it's bad okay so funny enough last year I think on like Black Friday I bought myself a tile for my keys and that is explain a, what that a is tile nobody is like, knows what yes, that is it's like a keychain you can put on your keys and so you can page it like when you lose your keys from your phone you can beep it beep 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 so anyways a year ago I buy it I put it in my kitchen I think it's fallen behind my fridge I've never put it on my keys and that was stupid because I really really want it so then my birthday was like last month and my sister-in-law sends me a tile and I laughed because I was like oh yeah I had intentions to do this So I freaking put the tile on my phone or on my keys. Yes. Set it all up about, I don't know, 10 days ago, a week ago. Mm -hmm. Well, prime opportunity to use the freaking tile. Like first time I've lost my keys with with it there. And I'm like, okay, great. I'm going to go to the tile. So the tile is saying it's out of range. And so I'm like, okay, that's weird. And so I'm trying to backtrack my night oh. and I do this too often. Hence why my sister-in-law sends me the tile for my birthday present. Woohoo. And it's like, George is just like, you are so dumb. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, but he's super frustrated with me. And now I just really don't know where my keys are at this very moment. And I thought I would be stranded, but I actually found the spare key. Thank the heavens. Well, Tristan did, but at the moment, I'm still like panicked because I cannot find my keys and I'm really, really upset. There's seriously nothing worse than losing your keys, your wallet, your credit card, something like vital like that. It's the worst and I hate it. Well, my miss is, okay, so we get back from Texas and um, my husband like immediately had to go to work. He had a ton of stuff to catch up on. And so we're here in the house, and I noticed that my my little one, my three-year-old, he, like, started having an allergic reaction. No, not to the dog. I don't think he's allergic to the dog. But his eyes kind of started swelling, whatever. So I was like, oh, let's go get some Benadryl. So we run to Walgreens. Because COVID is what it is, don't hate me, I left my kids in the car, okay? I left the, I left the kids in the car, and I take my keys with me. They're in my pants into Walgreens. So I'm in Walgreens and I hear the car alarm outside going off. It's like beep, beep, 
heartbeat like so loud and I'm like what idiot turn the car alarm off and I'm like strolling Walgreens I keep hearing this car alarm go off and I'm like okay people come on long story short I get out there and my children are all in the car like mom what is going on the car oh my god so the car alarm kept going off for legit five minutes I had no idea it was me I was the person like lighting up the whole neighborhood and my kids in there looking like homeless children I guess like they were like I know did anyone come up to them no she said they didn't but it was because I took the keys out of the car that it started like alerting them and they were like mom mom oh I felt so stupid I was like oh freak and here take this medicine Luke go here's your Benadryl Oh, I just felt like yeah. such, a, oh my gosh. such a loser. I'm like, oh my gosh. No, duh. oh, I think we've all uh, been there for oh sure. Gosh. I know. I so, know. Totally. It is what it is. Okay. Well, no. Gosh, that was a therapy sesh, a COVID. Yeah, that was a lot of stuff to cover. Whoa. COVID therapy sesh. We have missed you guys so much. Yeah. It's so good to be back. And I miss Sarah, oh, you guys. Oh. It's been so long since I've seen her. Like, I never would have thought. This is, like, bizarre. We're it's, going on, like, a month. It's so and weird. It's so My quarantine weird. will be over here soon, um, real soon. But still, this is just crazy. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. Ah, okay. Well, thanks for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed. And we hope that your Christmas plans are coming together Kind of. I mean, I know it's a weird year, but Lauren, you have your tree up and everything, right? Yeah, I do. Okay, um, good. We're pretty much ready here. Uh, there's a few other things that we we got our Christmas lights done before Thanksgiving, which was huge because wow. that's always a big task. We're so, doing it this weekend. Yeah. We're going to get on it this weekend. So we hope you had a great time here hanging out with us. We will be back next Monday with a new episode. And we are coming up on our 100th episode. We kind of put a filler out there of what you want to see, what you want to hear for our 100th episode. I know. I can't even believe that. That's so exciting. Kind of crazy. Yes. And if you like what you heard, please make sure you are subscribed. And you can find us on social media at the Mom Voice Podcast or online at mom-voice.com. We would love it, as always, if you would share us with your friends or your family. And yeah, what else, Lauren? That's all, but take care of each other. All right. Bye.